Hello, everybody. Welcome into this episode of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace, joined alongside our sports director, Chad Maxwell, our anchor extraordinaire, Tim Guyra. We are heading to Atlanta on Saturday for the SEC Championship between number one Georgia and number 14 LSU. But recording this on Thursday afternoon, give you a little preview of what we're going to see Saturday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Four o'clock kickoff right here on WTOC. So we'll, we'll start here, guys. Historically, the fifth meeting all time between Georgia and LSU in the SEC championship game. LSU three and one in those games all time. Georgia three and six all time in Atlanta. We'll start with this topic, guys. What does this game mean to Georgia and the fans? Because I think we can all agree the long-term drama for this game is pretty much nil, right? If Georgia's, Georgia's in, regardless of if they win or lose, most likely. LSU is not in, regardless of if they win or lose. What, the, what this game means for this year is justification for last year for Georgia because the only blemish on last year is the entire season was not winning the SEC championship game. Uh, something they can do on Saturday. This year has gone, kind of gone along so well that they're, they don't have to defend anything for this season, even though they haven't played up to their standard all the time. I think they've clearly been the best team in college football all year long. I think they're clearly the best team in the SEC, so a win on Saturday just really confirms all that. But it does maybe pay back a little, the tiniest little bit of pain from last year. And what it means, too, is that you are guaranteed the one seed in the playoff. You know, yep. there's no looking at maybe a three, maybe a four. You are rocking into the playoffs as that one seed. And that one seed, you get the choice of where you get to go. Georgia could then choose to come right back to Atlanta mm-hmm. for the Peach Bowl in the semifinal, not perhaps maybe having to go out to uh, Tempe for the Fiesta Bowl. And on the topic of what this game means, Kirby and the team have really said what you wanted to hear all week, that this game is important, that it does matter. And, and I think kind of, Tim, like you said, like they'll never – maybe say it publicly, I think it still bothers the team a little bit that they didn't win the SEC last year. It definitely does. I mean, nothing takes away from last year's national championship. I mean, that was the only focus for the the program, for fans, for everything last year. But the way that that game played out, Alabama beat them soundly, and they were embarrassed in that game, and it was the one blemish in an otherwise perfect season. Well, they're right back there again. They do now still have a perfect season that they can finish perfectly with a win on Saturday. And I do also think it means a lot to the fans. I think an SEC title still means something to the fans that, for the same reason, you know, winning a national title for the first time in 41 years is great, but there is always still the, yeah, but we didn't win the SEC that year. And for the seniors on this team, this is the last accomplishment to check off for, for Stetson Bennett, for, for all these seniors that have played all these games and accomplished all these things, still haven't, still don't have an SEC championship ring. That could end on Saturday against an LSU team that I think most people will tell you is is overmatched. Yeah, and, and I think they'll tell you the first goal every year is to win the East. They assume they're going to win the East at this point, you know. But so their first goal is to win the SEC, and that is the goal that's in front of them on Saturday. It's you know. It'd be nice if they go farther than that, but the one thing that they are going to be focused on Saturday is getting that one title that evaded them last year. All right, so let's focus on the field. We'll start with the Georgia offense, 12th in the country in scoring offense, a sliver over 38 points a game. Chad, what are you looking for Saturday from the Georgia offense? Yeah, I think there is a perfect storm brewing 
in terms of being able to run the football. LSU just gave up 274 yards rushing against A&M, the most they've given up all season. And Georgia is running the ball better than they have all season long. Yeah, Kenny McIntosh really trending up. 344 total yards from scrimmage his last two games. He's been playing tremendous football, really kind of this last quarter, third of the season. The other question is, do we see a Donnie Mitchell, A.D. Mitchell, in some meaningful capacity, something we haven't seen since the Oregon game? You know, I think he will be on the field. He was on the field for, well, it wasn't a snap. He was on for a pre-snap against Georgia Tech. I think they will have him on the field, and the funny thing is, you know, all season long we've been saying they've been holding back on offense. They may be in a situation where they hold back again on Saturday. If they get up a couple scores, they're just going to run the ball all afternoon. I think they would like to see what he is capable of, uh, what kind of patterns he can run, how he can take a hit. Just get him back into some game action because he is such a big part of the offense moving forward. You certainly, I I bet Kirby would certainly like his first real game action in several months to not be in a national semifinal. If they can get him, even if it's just a quick throw on the outside, get the ball in his hands, let him feel some contact, let him get back into game speed, I'm sure that would be on the agenda if possible. Of course, that offense, the the Joe Moore uh, finalist for best offensive line in the country, the dog's going to have to account for Harold Perkins. The superstar freshman linebacker for LSU leads the team six and a half sacks, 10 tackles for loss. He's been an absolute game wrecker from the back half of the season, of course, last week against A&M, not, uh, not, cont- not put in there. LSU's given up th- 347 yards per game. That's good for 36th in the country. So this is not exactly a world-beating defense that the Georgia offense will be going up against. If LSU is going to stop Georgia, how do they do it? It's going to be pressure in the quarterback. I think in passing down situations, because you mentioned Perkins, you're going to see an extra tight end possibly on the line in those passing scenarios. But I I don't see a scenario where they, quote-unquote, slow Georgia down. If they are going to slow them down, they're going to have to stop the run, which you know they weren't able to do last week. <clears throat> and I don't believe Georgia is going to put Stetson Bennett into a position to allow LSU to make those game-changing plays that they have been making. That When they went on their run, when everybody all of a sudden decided LSU was this great team, uh, it was because the defense was coming up with great plays. They weren't beating you with offense. They were beating you with that defense. But they were also beating teams that gave them an opportunity to put pressure on the quarterback. Stetson's going to be getting around the pocket. He's not. They're not going to be setting up long dropbacks to give them an opportunity to get in there. They're going to get the ball out fast when they do throw it, and they're going to run it a whole lot. I, I agree. I think Georgia's offense is going to they, – they've had opportunities. I think you look at the last two games, the Tech and Kentucky game, where Georgia put up 37 against Tech and only 16 against Kentucky, but had – a lot of opportunities that ended in field goals or turnovers on downs. If Georgia can clean that up, score touchdowns in the red zone, this might be a, a really good game for the Georgia offense against, like an L, like we said, an LSU defense that isn't exactly a world beater. Let's flip it on the other side, and it kind of feels like the same kind of scenario here. A really good unit defensively for Georgia against an LSU offense that is about middle of the pack in the SEC. Yeah, I would say Jaden Daniels, pretty comparable to Richardson from Florida. 
And I think you're going to see that similar type of game plan. You know, a lot of staying home, not a ton of blitzing, relying on those defensive linemen to get in and move him around the pocket and make his life miserable. And that's the one danger, if there is a danger in this game, is there is a tremendous athlete playing quarterback for the other team. If he has a career day, all of a sudden it becomes a very interesting game. But Georgia has a way of disrupting very good athletes like that. Uh, they did it with Hooker at Tennessee. They did it with Richardson with, with Florida. I think they're going to try to keep him in the pocket and make him throw rather than get let him get out on the perimeter and make plays, which is, he is so good at doing. So it, it really is kind of a matter of time as the game goes on before Georgia gets to him and starts to disrupt him. And, of course, this is a Jaden Daniels who we don't – we're not 100% sure how healthy he is. He may not be 100% a coming in, in a boot. <laughs> yeah, coming into this game. So we'll see. And obviously the Georgia defense in, in slowing a 100% Jaden Daniels down would be really helped by the presence of a Nolan Smith who will not play, uh, obviously, in this game with his injury. So Robert Bielchas Chambliss kind of filling in on the end as they have since Smith went down for an, an injury. All right, let's look at predictions for this and then we'll talk a little bit, maybe big picture, college football playoffs, some stuff there. But I want to get predictions from you guys. You don't have to give me an exact score, but what do we think? How's this go down? We'll start with Tim. I, I think Georgia wins fairly easily. It could be a game for a couple of quarters, but I just think they're too good. And I think they're too good on both sides of the ball. And as good as LSU is individually on defense, they don't have the depth that Georgia has. What does Georgia do? They wear a team down. I think by the third quarter, certainly the end of the third quarter, Georgia is going to be doing whatever it wants on offense and will win this game by a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, you mentioned doing whatever they want on offense. Jake, we were talking earlier about how, you know, there might have been some conservative play calling throughout the year, just trying to get out of the game with a quick win. I think that offense is really going to open up the playbook a little bit. Maybe not to the full extent, but I just don't see LSU hanging around for more than two quarters. I'm going to say I, I see Georgia scoring in the 30s, 37 to maybe 10. Yeah. I This year, I've, I've told anybody who's asked me, when the dogs have been motivated this year, they've been really tough to beat. And you look at the instances, you look at the Oregon game coming in after hearing all offseason that you lost so much on defense, you're not going to be as good, you're going to fall off a little bit. Alabama's the number one team in the country, all this, and Georgia stomped Oregon. In the, in the opener, you go to Carolina, remind everybody who you are in the SEC. The SEC still goes through Athens, and you stomp Carolina. And then the Tennessee game where everybody, we saw the whole thing. Everybody on game day picked Tennessee. Tennessee's, Georgia won't be able to stop the Vols. Georgia wins by 14 and played maybe their best football game of the year. I don't think Kirby's going to let this team come in anything under 100% intensity. And if that's the case, I think the dogs are as close to are, are really tough to beat. I'll put it that way. I think the dogs win by 21-24. I think they cover a 16-and-a-half-point spread. The one caveat is that everybody has had a bad game at some point this season. You have to hope that Georgia's was against Missouri. That's a game that the same old Georgia that we heard about for 40 years would have lost, that this team found a way to win. Maybe the new Georgia – finds ways to win its bad game. And if that game is out of the way, then they should be favored pretty much every week moving forward at this point. So let's talk about that moving forward because Georgia is in the playoff. I think we're all in agreement that unless that even if something, so some kind of unmitigated disaster for the red and black happens uh, Saturday in Atlanta, Georgia is in the field of four. What do we look at the rest of the field? Is it set? 
for Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC, in your opinion? I think for three of those, the top three, they're in. I think with wins, they're all in. I think USC, I don't think it's in if they lose. They're, they're, I agree they're, there. They're the I think Georgia, Michigan, and TCU are, are locked in regardless of what happens on Saturday. I want to say TCU is in with a loss just because it's a good story. Um, I'm not as confident that the committee is is – not wanting to put in a couple of more blue bloods that are sitting right there at five and six instead of TCU. Same, Chad. Yeah, I, I, I think that to Chad's point earlier, I think Georgia will try to win this game. Oh, of course, you're going to try to win this game and win it handily. But I think a really good performance, locking themselves in that number one spot and being able to say, "Yeah, we're going to play in the Peach Bowl." Next week, bring whoever you're in a couple weeks, bring whoever you want. I think that's a big time motivation for Georgia to get that number one seed and lock it in. We'll see what happens Saturday uh, in Atlanta. We'll be there. If you're not there, you can watch the game right here on WTOC. Uh, Four o'clock kickoff between the Dogs and the Tigers for the fifth time in the SEC title game. And of course, we'll have post game coverage on WTOC. We'll have a full report. Uh, Saturday night on the news and we'll have plenty of pregame stuff happening. So continue to follow our social media feeds, follow WTOC.com. Thanks for listening. And we will see you on Saturday for the sec championship.